Nick, I, I've got nothing for the cold open tonight. Nothing at all? I could do a little soft shoe. Jeff, it's an audio podcast. Oh. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always... Gator. Unfortunately, that does seem to be catching on. So As well it should. So today, we are going to talk about a little controversy that seems to have sprung up in the uh, pop culture world and surprisingly centers around cigars. colliding. World's colliding here, folks. But before we get into the controversy, let's talk about the cigar we're smoking. Psycho baby. We are going psycho today on the Cigar Pulpit. Oh, she's sweet but a psycho. He's been singing that for days um today we will be smoking these (laughs) how how can you just sit there and ignore that i mean that was gold Uh, that was something all right um i own a pop radio station today i know these things i know these songs we will be smoking the psycho seven nicaragua in the uh five by 50 robusto size (laughs) you just look so pissed right now this uh the cigar (laughs) is made by ventura cigar company the one thing he demanded is don't sing that song when we start the podcast. It's made by Ventura Cigar Company. The wrapper is a Nicaraguan USA <laughs> Connecticut shade tobacco, and that surrounds a binder and filler, both Nicaraguan in origin. So, yeah. You made it through that regardless, and I'm proud of you. We did our typical thing of two conversations at the same time. It's, it's I a heard thing every of word you said, but I just chose to ignore it. You do that so. to me a lot. <laughs> you do it to me, though, too. <laughs> what? Anyway. <laughs> so it's time that we're going to cut the cigar. Hold on, i got to get mine out. God. Just take it out of the wrapper. <laughs> so loud. There we go. Okay, I got it out. Now, no, I want to point... Joke, that joke was maybe funny, like, in the first two episodes, but... <laughs> but it still it pisses you off to no end. continue to get... Now, I want to point something out. So, okay. first of all, there are two there are two rappers on this. There are two, two bands. Bands. So, <laughs> well, like, one's a rapper, one's a band. But I want to point out. Well, they're if both you, just really big bands, actually. If you read closely on yeah. band number one. The one that looks like a prescription? Yes, which is great. Remove label before lighting. Now, the fact that anyone that smokes cigars needs to be told that. It is a rather large label. It is a large label. But the other thing that I like is dispense as written. So does that mean I can't keep this band to make art out of? Oh. I, I, it's like I mean, a, it's, like, it's like one of those labels on the mattress. You don't pull it off. It's like a prescription. Everybody pulls those off. It's like a prescription. That is illegal. <laughs> you look so serious <laughs> when you said that. He just had the most serious look on his face when he said that. <laughs> Why would you admit to breaking the law on a national podcast? Okay, Mr., you know... um, No, well, let's not go... Oh, wait, no. Those (laughs) records are sealed. All of those records are sealed. Just review the tape from our trip back from Kansas City last week, folks. Oh, my. Just review the tape. Oh, my. We'll go from there, so... Well, Jeff has pilfered my lighter, so I'm unable... I bought some snakes and sparklers, okay? Uh Uh-huh. I'm unable uh, to light my cigar until... Oh, hold on. I got to do my cut. He's just that far behind. Oh, that's a smooth cut right there. It was. It was a smooth cut. There you go, Biggin. Light up. 
Hey, I think I recognize that cutter. I think it's the one that's missing from my travel humidor. That is not yours. I bought that. I'm missing my slob cutter. You know where I bought this? I know exactly where I bought that. I bought that at the Red Roof. I recognize the like gold letters along the edge Buttons of that. Schnucks. No, okay. All right. We'll keep running Schnucks, with that. Schnucks, Waterloo, Illinois. We'll keep running with that, but I'm fairly certain that Two ninety nine. I'm pretty sure that was my slob cutter is what that was. Two ninety nine. Man, that's loud. It's a torch. It is a torch. It's a nice torch. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was my slob cutter, Jeff. You know what I broke? You know, when I have that that end of the cigar that's just all tarry and you just got to cut It's because I put the last one in my mouth before I cut it and you wouldn't give me that a good one. That was exactly it. Now, do you know what I broke? <laughs> Your cutter and that's why you stole mine? <laughs> no, I just stole yours to be, you know, for fun. Okay. Uh, no, I broke my Zippo. Did you really? So, I, now, aren't those warrantied? I'm going to have to check. I was just talking to Jess over at the Hill. Um, Love her. Everybody loves her. Um, I was just talking to Jess the other day um, about Zippos, and she indicated that those are under, like, a lifetime warranty. So you may very well actually uh, have a life. You have just roasted the end of that thing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Somebody call the fire department. Seriously. Nick almost burned down his deck once, speaking of that. When you put water on your candle. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, okay, folks, here's a little fun tip. You know, in the summer, when you buy those little buckets that have the citronella candle inside of them? I taught Nick a trick. When the wick is down and kind of and, and the candle's kind of hollowed out, you know, there's wax maybe all around the edge, but there's that pit where the, the wick had burned down and the wick's just kind of sitting there, and the, it's essentially a dead candle. You've got all that wax sitting there that's perfectly usable, right? So what you do... Folks, don't try this at home. What you do is you take a cigar butt, and you put the cigar butt in there, and you light the cigar butt on fire. You actually get it, like, lit, like, on fire. Not lit like a cigar, but actually lit up. And it'll act as the wick, and it'll melt all that wax, and you get a lot more life out of that, you know, that candle. You'll at least get that night out of that candle. Except... Except the one thing you should note is that that candle is infused with citronella oil. And that was my problem, is that I had forgotten that. So I had put the, can- the, uh, the butt of the cigar into the candle, and it had, you know, burned down. And We do not recommend this to anyone after for a legal while, purposes. After a while, what ends up happening is the oil will ignite. And so that's when my pan um, ignited and was basically just bright blue flame just dancing all over the top it's of a, it. And I took a look at that, and I'm like, you know, I think I'm past the point of candle. I think I need to put that out now. That's a raging inferno. And so I went in the house, and... One of us at the table has no firefighter training. just want to point that so out. So I went into the house and was thinking, I wonder what I should put this out with. And so... Flour, baking soda, but no. No, what I... I I didn't do that. Maybe even just a pipe, like a pizza pan and cover it. I've since done that yep. after I've done this, you know, other times. But, but in this instance, what I did is I got a pitcher of water. And I Rookie mistake. proceeded to come out and I, you know, I thought twice about it. Like I thought, you know, maybe this is <laughs> not a good idea. Maybe this is something I need to smother instead of, yes. you know. 
But I'm like, nah, it's not. I didn't. I'm like, nah, it's just a candle. And I, again, didn't consider the citronella oil. Whoosh. And proceeded to just cause the biggest explosion <laughs> that I've seen. God, I wish I'd I mean, seen it. I mean, I very nearly um, ignited my, or uh, covered my hand in hot wax. I, I thankfully, it kind of exploded in such a way that I was able to pull my hand back in time. Um, but still had your eyebrows. I did cover the deck with wax, and actually, Jeff, if you look down at my feet right now, I see it. See the discolored spot right here on the deck? Yep. It's very slick because that's wax. <laughs> that is like all <laughs> I have covered about a, a you know foot by three foot spot on my deck here with with wax, and I don't know. Uh, it looks like it already has come off, but. There was some dried wax on my deck table for a long so time, So I have to ask, how big was the fireball? Oh, it was taller than I am. I mean, I was standing <laughs> up, and I'm 5'11", so, I mean, this thing easily shot into the air. I mean, now, granted, the table itself is, what, three feet off the ground? Oh, yeah, about, about, about that. three feet high. So, you know, the fireball itself was not six foot high. It would take out but, your umbrella um, now you have. That's true. I do have an umbrella on the table now, and that would not be, the, it would it would catch fire. I would say that fireball was probably a solid four feet. <laughs> I wish I'd seen it. Was, the problem is, if intense. I'd been here, I would have <laughs> never allowed you to do that. Mm. I would have. As much as I would have wanted to let you do it, I could not have it let you do it. It was a lot of fun. In good faith. I mean, I'll never do it again, just due to the fact that now I know the hazard of it. But at the time, ignorance was my friend and giving me a good story. And, yep. and you know what's funny? I don't know. This would have been prior to me starting the Cigar Pulpit Instagram. So this would have been on my personal Instagram. But I actually put up pictures that night. Like, you did. Like, hey, folks, check out this. This is a great tip. Do this and whatnot with the cigar. I don't know if I actually, I think I put up an update later that said, when putting it out, remember to smother it. Don't use water. That causes a fireball. And for legal purposes, we don't recommend that to anyone because you should not do that. No. I mean, it was cool. It was no. really fucking cool. <laughs> but no, don't, 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 I yeah, don't, don't recommend do doing it, but. No, it don't cool. do it. Don't put your cigar in the wax and light it to make a new wick. Don't do that. Unless you want to extend the life of your uh, your candle. I'm trying to save us from all the liability. Dude, I'm not saying they should do it. I'm just saying it's a way that I'm they can extend. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. It's a way they can extend the life of their candle by one night, but I'm not necessarily saying it's the best way. It makes a great flame. It does. It really does. So, so Nick. Yes. Tell me about your psycho. You know, did, okay. did we go into all of the information about the psycho? Have we hit that already? I did. You awesome. were talking over me, if you remember. Oh, that's why I forgot. Yeah, you didn't hear any of it. But let's re review and reflect, Jeff. It's a, uh, a Nicaraguan rapper. Here, hang on. Now I got to look it back up. The rapper is Nicaraguan and USA Connecticut Shade, and then the binder and filler are both Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan, as well. yep. Now the app says that it's a medium strength. However, I... I think it's know. mild. This is for... Okay. For a cigar called a Psycho, I am finding it to be surprisingly mild and just kind of there. Yeah. It's... Uh, I mean, I don't mind it. It's, it's a cigar that I would normally smoke. But I'm not going to lie. With the name Psycho, I probably would have avoided it. Well, I would have expected more out of it. 
That's the problem. You're wanting a little punch. Mm-hmm. I'm also having trouble keeping it lit. Are you? Yep. Well, granted, I was just talking for quite a while about... True. I mean, I'm not having any trouble there my, at all. Igniting my deck, but, you know... I really wish I keep, I'd seen I, that. I'll tell you, I've had a couple of instances of nearly igniting places between my deck with the... With the wax fire and then the hill with my lighter. Have we talked about that on the cast? Mm, I don't think we have. Nick tried to burn down our favorite cigar store. Well, not on purpose. So, okay, folks. So I have a lighter that my dad gave me. It's called the Blazer. And they were very popular back in the, I'd say, mid-90s. And this thing, I mean, this is a little blowtorch, man. This is, in fact, um, the company that, that makes it, they sell, you know, little... These things can be used for little spot welding, miniature spot welding, you know, that kind of thing. And so... I should bring up some rods and we can, you know, lay a bead. So this this torch, um, <laughs> it's a single... single Just single, completely ignored that. Single torch. And it's got a little switch on the side that I'd never noticed That before. switch is critical to know about, mm-hmm. by the way. So that switch will lock the flame and you can take your thumb off of the, the igniter but the flame will continually go. And it's a sweet lighter. So that you can you can do spot welding and whatnot. Well, the problem with that was, I didn't know that. So I'm sitting out on the deck, or the uh, front porch at the hill. And Cigar Company, St. Louis, Illinois. I'm sitting there, and I'm in a wicker chair with a wicker table next to me. And there's the row of hedges uh, to my back. I lit my cigar, I put the lighter down, not realizing that I'd flip that switch, and so now I have a cigar, or a lighter, just sitting on this wicker table, (laughs) just burning away, okay? By the grace of God, it did not catch the table on fire. I think I went to go and correct my wrapper, uh, or my burn, you know, at some point, and I went and picked it up, and that's when I noticed it was like, oh no, it wasn't that. I noticed an odd smell. And so I looked down, and I could see that it had ignited the plastic cap of this of this lighter. Of the lighter. So this lighter has a little plastic cap that goes on it that's attached with, like, a little um, chain. And so I noticed that it had been burning this plastic cap. So I took it, and I go, oh, God. And I, I picked it up. And for some reason, my natural reaction was to throw it. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just instant. I, I threw it. And I threw it into the bushes. Mind you, it's still lit. Still lit. In the process of throwing it, I covered my hand in molten hot plastic, black plastic. So before I go searching for the lighter, I'm picking this black plastic as it's like fusing to my skin off of my hand. And you essentially made your own phosphorus grenade. I guess. Yeah. And so. Um, Burning I, right into your flesh. I actually do have a little scar. You do, yeah. Um, from from that. Well, then I re- then I looked down at the torch and saw it just burning away in the mulch, and so I'm like, <laughs> oh god! So I <laughs> scurry down there and you know pick that up and take a look at it, and I'm thinking, what is wrong with this thing? And then I notice the switch on the side, and I flip it off, and there goes the flame. Hmm. And uh, thankfully, what I did you learn? We learned that this lighter has a switch on the side and yeah. that it can continuously burn. So Yes. Anyway. So back to Nick Jonas. Well, we never actually started Nick Jonas. I thought you said it. No, I said there was a controversy 
But so okay, okay. Folks, let's we're going to talk about Nick Jonas. Um, we can stop. Let's stop and start over. No, no. You sure? Yeah, no. We're good. You just, you know, you. Went Boy, there, we so. should do some show prep. <sighs> you should just pay attention. <laughs> is what should happen. So anyway, so yeah, Jeff just touched so on it. So bitter, folks. So there's been a little controversy online in the last, I'd say, week or so. Cigar Aficionado has announced that Nick Jonas is going to be on the cover of the September 20... I think it hits newsstand September 24th issue of the magazine. Nick Jonas, at I believe 27 years old, is the youngest person to ever grace the cover of Cigar Aficionado. Is this the point where I should sing Jealous? Don't. Don't sing, Jeff. Really? Don't sing. But I know all the songs. Don't sing. Okay, fine. I feel stifled in my creativity. Nobody needs that. So anyway, Nick Jonas, youngest guy to be on the cover. And he's taking some heat. Oh, the, if you Google search Nick Jonas right now, the first story that pops up. He's taking some heat. Um, the magazine is also taking some heat. And that's where I have a bone of contention. But we'll get to that in a second. So um, he's taking a lot of heat from his fans for promoting promoting smoking. If you go onto his social media, he's got a lot of fans saying that we're really upset with you for promoting smoking. Why are you hyping up the cancer sticks? You know, this You know, that, you know what my thing. problem with that is? How does a picture of him promote smoking? I'm sorry. He's on the cover of a magazine that smokers are gonna see. It's not teen beat with him, you know, holding a marlboro. Do they publish Teen Beat anymore? Or did you just totally show your age? I don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Did you have a subscription to Tiger Beat back in the day? Tiger Beat. Look at you. (laughs) That was impressive, brother. I bet you did. I bet you did. No. Check out Mark Paul Gossler's pecs. You know what? That guy was ripped in the day. (laughs) Mark Paul Gossler. Oh, God. (laughs) How'd you pull that out of your butt? I don't know. So anyway, um... I was more uh, of a Mario Lopez guy. Oh, you even <laughs> knew what I was talking about. Look at you. Saved by the bell, oh, baby. Oh, my God. Oh, I had the biggest and crush yet, on ironic. Kelly. And Kelly yet, Kapoor. And yet, oh, my God. Kelly Kapowski was Oh, whatever. The, what did Kelly, I say, Kapoor? Kelly Kapoor was the girl from The Office. I liked her, too. Okay. <laughs> We're just mixing up all our shows. So, all right. So, Nick Jonas taking heat from his fans. She but, plays Mindy now. But the bigger... Her name is Mindy. The the, the area that I want to address. Let's start over. No. <laughs> Her name's Mindy from The Office. Stop. Anyway, <laughs> the area I want to address, though, is. We're talking about Saved by the Bell or are we on to something else? Dear God, I'm going to put this psycho out in your eye. <laughs> I like the cigar. Um, it's all right. Yeah, I was going to say, this would not be your kind of cigar. This has not got the smoke you like. It's not got... You're, you're more of a dark cigar guy. I'm having a lot of trouble keeping this thing going. I can't say I'm having that. Yeah. I mean, I'm having a lot of trouble. It's a very mild cigar, And it's though. a bit of a tight draw. At least mine is. Yeah, I'm not having the issues you are. But again, this is more my kind of cigar. I like a more mild cigar, and this is, this is in my wheelhouse. Yeah. I'm, I could I'm, see how you wouldn't enjoy it. I'm not, I'm not having the same experience you nope. are. So I could see that. So, the, the area that I have a problem with this whole controversy is Cigar Aficionado is also taking heat. They are taking heat from a subsect of their fan base, their readers, that are upset that 
they're putting a 27-year-old kid, quote-unquote kid, on the cover of the magazine. He's of age, and he, he likes cigars. If you, Leave him alone. If you go on their, their Instagram or any of their social, there are comments saying that someone more distinguished than Nick Jonas should be on their cover. They're saying that he's a millennial. Shouldn't he be into vaping Ugh. and that sort of thing? They're just taking shots at the kid. We're circling back to vaping. Yes, we are. Now, they're taking shots at the kid. I say kid. He's 10 years younger than I am, so, I mean, it's not like he's kid but he's half my age anyway so he is half your age old man oh my god so here's my thing how dare anybody who proclaims themselves to be a cigar aficionado smoker brother of the leaf sister of the leaf whatever you want to call it how dare any of them remotely attack nick jonas for coming out in support of the cigar industry and the cigar lifestyle because we're a marginalized subgroup as it is. We are we are persecuted by the government and its anti-smoking laws and its anti-tobacco selling laws and its tobacco taxes and everything else. And yet we're going to start attacking one of our own. Who cares if he's 27 years old? I think it's great that there's a 27-year-old guy that's interested in cigars and not just interested if you're, I, I've gotten comments. I put up a thing on my Instagram talking about this. And if you, you look, read some of the comments, there are guys from New York that say he's constantly in the cigar clubs in our area. He knows more about cigars than any one of us and blah, blah, blah. I mean, the guy, apparently Nick Jonas has been smoking for, since he's been 18. I mean, you know, the guy, he knows his stuff. And here's another point. Pete Johnson of Tatuaje Cigars is his friend, and he's the one who told Cigar Aficionado, hey, Nick Jonas is a big cigar head. You guys need to go talk to him and get him in your magazine. That magazine cover is the most shared magazine cover in the history of Cigar Aficionado on social media. There you go. It's getting them buzz. It's creating... It's putting eyeballs on the industry. It's crea- and, and maybe some would argue that's not for the better, but I say... We need to be embracing everybody who likes cigars, and we certainly shouldn't be ostracizing somebody for no other reason than the fact that he's younger than you are. Nick, if you're listening, we'd love to have you come on the podcast with us. Absolutely love to talk to you about the cover and talk to you about cigars. I'm sure Nick Jonas listens to our crazy ramblings. You never know. Hey, if you don't make the calls, you don't get the results. If you don't ask, they're not going to come on. I mean, I guess, but, but I'm, I'm just embarrassed by it. I'm embarrassed and I'm, and I'm ticked off by it and everything else because not to get political for a minute, but I'm going to oh, get, God. but I'm going to get political Here for we a go. Hot minute. There was a time in my life that I was more heavily involved in the political world and there are members of, how do I put this? There are members of a, of a specific national political party. That for whatever you reason... You can say Democrats on here. I was going to say Republicans. Okay. Republicans... Let's see more, where you're going. More so than Democrats, Republicans have a problem with getting over differences amongst themselves and coming together when they need to come together. Oh, they're great at a circular firing squad. Exactly. And what I'm very disappointed in seeing is that so is the cigar industry at various times. And... And, and maybe it's just a small subset, but I was disappointed to see that anybody 
would be criticizing Nick Jonas for being on the cover. Of the I magazine. embrace it. If he's in St. Louis, I'd love to sit down and have a cigar with him. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this magazine comes out. Hopefully it shatters some selling records. Hopefully, maybe it might even, and I'm not wanting to promote tobacco use to kids, mind you, but I don't think it would be a bad thing for maybe some younger smoke or some younger people to, you know... God forbid they put down the vape that's killing yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. And maybe consider something a bit more natural. Here, you know what? It, it reminds me of when I was a kid. Oh, it reminds me of when I was a kid. And everybody thought that margarine was better for you than butter. And you know what? It's not because chemical isn't better. And the way I see the vape is no different. Well, you know what? All right. I was going to do a whole separate and And we can save it. On vaping. But it's let's, up to you. Why not? Oh, God, folks. He brought show prep. I have notes. This this is a topic Here I've done go. some looking into. A big problem with the cigar industry is that we keep getting lumped in with vapes. Now, Donald Trump, I believe this past week, introduced uh, or at least suggested that he would be in favor of banning flavored e-cigarettes. I have no problem with that. He specifically kept out premium cigars from that, which is the way it should be. Premium cigars should not be lumped in with vapes. Nor cigarettes, for that matter. Vapes Cigarette. are significantly more dangerous than cigars. Besides extremely high amounts of nicotine, e-cigarettes contain uh, ultrafine particles that can be inhaled deep into the lungs. Flavorants such, such as diacetyl, it's a chemical linked to serious lung disease. Mm. Volatile organic compounds and heavy metals such as nickel, tin, and lead. Okay? Yeah. Now, not only are chemicals being used in vaping, and these chemicals are dangerous, but the devices are too. At least three people have died after their vapes blew up in their face. I mean, they've got batteries. Yep. So you've got that going on. On September 9th, the FDA issued a letter to Juul saying that it violated federal regulations because it marketed its device as a less harmful alternative to traditional cigarettes. The problem is that this is a modified risk claim and requires approval from the FDA to use when marketing to a covered tobacco product. So Juul's getting away, or well, I mean, at Was. least for a while, yeah. they were getting away with, with, you know, marketing claims they weren't supposed to be able to do. And the whole big secret, and, I, and thankfully I don't think it's as much of a secret anymore, I think it is starting to come to light, is that... There's big tobacco companies, big I should say big cigarette tobacco yeah. companies, trying to continue to keep their hooks into children and already existed cigarette smokers through the use of vape products. Altria, which is um, associated with Philip Morris and is the leading U.S. cigarette manufacturer, announced in late 2018 that it was an, uh, investing $12.8 billion into e-cigarette Juul, uh, maker Juul giving it a 35% stake in the company. So now you've got the, the world's largest cigarette maker investing into a product that's supposed to get people off of cigarettes. Now, why, why would you suppose they want to do that, Jeff? They've, they've looked at the writing on the wall. They realize there's a limited lifespan left to cigarettes as a product. As, as there should be, and, in my mind. And 
what they have done is they've hedged their bets and figured, okay, we'll get them off of those, but in, but what we'll do, we'll sell them the cure to the disease that we gave them, yep. and we'll get them hooked on the cure. Now there's that. Cigarette smoking in the U.S. A declined in adults from 20.9% in 2005 to 15, 15.5% in 2016, uh, according to the CDC. That's less than half of what it was in 1964. Additionally, cigarette sales have been falling. In 2017, they were down 3.5% from the year before. So, again, the writing's on the wall. Cigarettes are on the slowly way on the way out. Meanwhile, though, Juul experienced a 600% surge in sales from 2016 to 17. Wow. Juul and other vapes are marketed as ways to quit smoking, but Altria is just using them as their new profit center. And a jewel Well, pot. and from a business standpoint, it makes perfect it sense. It does, but it doesn't make it right. No. Jewel, a jewel pod contains 20, per, 20 times the nicotine as in one cigarette. So when a person smokes down a whole jewel pod, it's like smoking 20 cigarettes. And you and I, we've talked to plenty of young waitresses at Hooters and various other places yep. that, that use jewels. And they'll say on a busy Saturday night, they'll go through a whole jewel pod. Yep. So think about that for a minute. In in one night, they're they're basically putting down twenty cigarettes. And then when we we have offered cigars, and oh no, I wouldn't smoke that. And it's like, wait a minute, you're getting a lot more nicotine with what you're smoking right now. Mm-hmm. Unlike a cigarette, where it's a finite experience, namely there's a natural end point. You know, I mean, you smoke it down to the filter, and 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 you have to at that point take the initiative to light another cigarette or move on with your life and do something else, a jewel can just be puffed and puffed with no natural stopping mechanism. Yep. Theoretically, there's nothing stopping me from just except sitting there. Except running out. Except running out of the jewel pod. There's nothing stopping me from sitting there and just smoking or puffing away on that thing. Jewel and other vapes are being used also as THC devices. Let me jump in there. So one of the problems that they're finding with the lung disease that's coming out of these is apparently they're using a thickening agent made of uh, vitamin E. And they're starting to link or looking at linking that thickening agent to actually giving lung disease to these millennials that are smoking really? this with the THC. Well, so, okay. Off the record, I was recently talking with a school official. You say off the record, we're well making a podcast. I mean... I was talking with the school official off the record. Ah. And so I was told by the school official a story. Now, no names were used, just generalities, everything else. So I know no details other than what I'm about to share. Anecdotal evidence. Anecdotal evidence. There was a student that had a vape device, and they were caught with a cartridge that contained a liquid that, according to the police was 92.11% THC. Whoa. The police told the board that most high-end marijuana right now is only 60% THC and that the cartridge liquid is equivalent to about 20 grams of marijuana while a typical joint is only a half of gram. Wow. Think about that for a minute. That's that's intense THC consumption yep. in, a, in a vape. Well, and we're in Illinois, and, you know, mm-hmm. we're about to legalize it. Now, I'm not necessarily opposed to that. I know a lot of people are. Now, where this all circles back to cigars, the THC vape cartridge, birthday cake flavor. Ugh. 
So that's what's getting us in trouble, is these damn lawmakers are saying we need to ban flavored stuff. And but the cigars are getting lumped in. The cigars with it. are getting lumped into it. And just recently in Illinois, there was a state rep that proposed a ban on flavored tobacco and e-cigarette products. While I believe something needs to be done about vapes, lumping cigars into this is a broad, broad step, and it really does need to be avoided. Absolutely. So there's all sorts of reports out there talking about how American youth are not seeking out cigars. Cigars are not something that your average young person is going out and finding. They're just not. You know, it used to be back in the day that they'd go and sneak cigarettes yep. or something like that or pot directly. But now they've got their vapes and they're just doing that. And, and that, they're doing it everywhere. Yep. Because the long, they're under the misconception that it's safe. Or we, at least in my mind, I should say. We need to be... Because neither Nick or I are, you know, medical professionals. No. And that's the thing. I want to point out, you know, the, a lot of, all this research that I just put out... It was all stuff that I've gotten off the internet, so take all of it with a grain of salt in that, you know, you can't trust everything you find on the internet. But for the most part, a lot of that came from actual reputable sources. So, um, Well, the CDC, I think, is I would relatively hope the CDC reputable. Yeah. would be reputable. But, yeah, no, I, I just think it's we're at a dangerous point in our industry. And... You know, Nick Perdomo, he talked about it in, our, in his interview with us the other week that, that, you know, one of the worst enemies the cigar industry has is the government. Yep. And this is that. So we need to be, you know, very cognizant of that. So, folks, if you live in states that are talking about flavored tobacco bans and, and various other tobacco-related legislation, take a look at the legislation, read it through, and call your lawmaker. Tell them, hey, you know, I don't care... If you guys want to go after this, but don't go after this. And I'll also, I will also back up for just a moment. There's a strong argument to be made that what we should, that it's, it's a dangerous road to go down where we are encouraging the government to ban one thing, but to leave us alone. It's almost that, you know, you can take them, but don't, you know, as long as you're not taking me, it's okay. Yeah. And that, that can be a dangerous position. And, but, I, and so I will not fault anybody for saying the government just ought to be out of our business completely. And, you sound very you know, libertarian whatever. there, my friend. And that's the thing. It's a very libertarian position to take. The problem is that it's kids going for the vaping products. It's not, by and large, it's... it's I mean, I'm well, sure it's no, it's there no, are adults using them. I'm not going to say there's not, but... Let me say this. But we, the epidemic seems to be on the more younger side. We both know a law enforcement official that made a drug bust. And it was basically acid um, that were made to look like little cartoon characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a couple years ago. And, you know... Had Mighty Mouse on them. Exactly. Yep. Now, these... The people pushing drugs to kids know how to market them to kids. Yep. And again, you know, birthday cake flavor Boy, on a THC pod. And, I mean, I'll come on. and I'll tell you, I, I don't have it in front of me, and so I don't want to speak too much about it. But I did read an article where I believe a 19-year-old boy from Illinois, ironically enough, has filed a lawsuit. I've seen that, yep. I think it was against Juul. It may have been another... May have been another vaping product, but saying, you know, you marketed this to kids and you knew better. 
And I think he even tried to like wrap in the Rico statutes because I think that's how they ended up getting the uh, big to, uh, cigarette tobacco companies when they did the whole lawsuit thing and everything before was under the Rico statutes. And so, yep. I don't know. Again, I don't want to talk too much about that because I don't. I, I don't have the. Article. We don't have the research. In I don't front have of the us. article in front of me, and so I don't want to completely butcher it and say something really stupid. But back to the psycho. <sighs> You're not feeling it, boy. It's just not working out for me, man. It's not your kind of cigar. It's not that. I, I, it's, well, it is that to be some, to, to be fair. It's, um, I don't, I'm not getting much flavor off of it. I'm having a real tough time. It's, it's a hard draw for me. I'm not, I'm not running into that. I'm having a hard draw. I'm having a tough time really kind of keeping it, keeping it going. Yeah. I, on the other I hand, mean, I, I'm not I having really, a problem. I, I really feel bad dogging on it because, it's the first time in an episode that you and I have done where either one of us have had anything really kind well, of but but just like negative just like P.F. Chang you know just like P.F. Chang's last week we're going to tell it how it is mm-hmm. now I on the other hand I'm not having a problem with the cigar it's you know it's a good just mild cigar which again is not your cup of tea well and I'll say again when I see a cigar that's being labeled as psycho. I kind of expect something different. Some uh, I expect pizzazz. a flavor bomb of some sort, be it spicy, um, be it something something that's going to kind of assault my senses a little bit. And, boy, I'm just... I'm, I'm not going to lie. And I'm not I, getting much off of this. I'm going to back you up on that because that's exactly what I expected. That's why I've never bought one prior to this was for that reason. Now, this is a cigar I would smoke again, but it's not a cigar I would have picked up. And I've, I've said that other times here yeah. on the show. This, you know, this... We got this true. in our in our VIP packs from the Kansas City Cigar Festival. So, and we had somebody uh, on our Instagram say that they'd like to hear our thoughts on it and everything. Yeah. So that's why we're... We're smoking, definitely divided on the today. smoke. This is, this is not one that we are in lockstep with. I'll say that. No, not at all. We are definitely... I'm enjoying it. It's a good mild cigar. Um, Nick, on the other hand... Like I said, I could tell the minute I took my first puff of this that it was not going to be your cup of tea. I'm okay with a mild Connecticut cigar to start my day. Um, nice breakfast cigar, as it were. Exactly. Something something that just kind of starts starts the day, but I do like to have some flavor to it. There are Connecticut's out there that have flavor to them. Would you buy the Psycho 7 again? No. I'm being completely honest, no. I would, but again, I like a mild smoke. Yeah. So, yep, we're going to agree to disagree on this one. Doesn't mean I'm not going to finish it. Well, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not. We're not, a, we're not savage. I'm not a savage, but yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I just, I'm not, I'm just not as into this. As, you're not feeling it. Not as into this <clears throat> as I thought I would be. No. Nope. I really am not. I, I get the sense you're disappointed. I am disappointed. Yep. Because, well, I mean, the Hill Cigar Company has a fairly large display of. Cigars by Ventura, uh, the Psycho 7 being one of them. And I have not bought there, any there of them the yet. There goes the Ventura endorsement. I have not bought any of them yet, <laughs> but maybe this is just an indication. Maybe the who knows? You know, and I'll say this to you guys. I may be very unfair because these are uh, hand-rolled, um, individually made products. It's like I had a okay. Let me back up. I had a problem with the Rocky Patel LB1 this past week. I bought a Toro. There's pictures on the uh, socials about that. Picture on the social, and 
Um, it, I should have known the minute I got it out of the cellophane that it was going to be a problem because there was a little hole in the wrapper and I had a little bit of cracking up by the, by the cap. But as soon as I clipped the cap off of that thing, it just unraveled to hell and I tried my best to, to smoke on it. He was basically smoking a slinky at that point. It didn't work. And so I had to abandon it pretty quick. But I gave the Rocky Patel LB1 another shot. I did a video that's up on our YouTube. So if you go to YouTube, search the Cigar Pulpit, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Plug, plug, plug. And I had a much better experience with the um, second one. It might just be that maybe I just got a poor example of the Psycho 7. Maybe I maybe got the, one. Maybe the story maybe, about it out wasn't, didn't have the humidity right in the, the humidor. I mean, the, who knows? I mean, you know, Nick Perdomo does draw testing on his cigars. I mean, intense draw testing. Yeah. And maybe it's just one of those things that this one just snuck through and I just, and, and this is not a Perdomo. I don't want to make it sound like this is a Perdomo, you know, but maybe this company doesn't do quite the level of draw testing that his company does. Maybe this one just snuck through, and maybe it just happened to end up in my little VIP bag. I don't know. All I know is I'm not getting the same level of enjoyment from it as, obviously, you are. It's Like I said, it's just a good mild smoke. You know, it, it's more my kind of cigar than your kind of cigar. It's just, it's not what I expected. Well, and I'll give you that. Because of the name, it isn't what I expected. I'm not disappointed in it like yeah. you are. But it's not what I expected from well, I'm not a cigar entirely, called the Psycho. I'm not entirely dis- disappointed exclusively because it's not a flavor bomb, and I expected something spicier or something more intense because it's you know called the Psycho. I expected that. Yes, that's true. It, but there's other. I mean, there's all the other reasons I've pointed out that yep. it's just not not working. Well, so, we're divided, folks. We are divided on the Psycho, but. I don't think we're divided in saying that everybody should go out, and this is not an endorsement, pay any sort of paid endorsement by Cigar Aficionado, but I think we need to show our support for our fellow brother of the leaf, Nick Jonas, and I think everybody needs to go out and buy a copy of Cigar Aficionado. And Nick, again, if you or your people are listening, we'd love to have you do a phone interview, talk about what cigars you like, and talk a little bit about the cover, talk a little bit about your music. I mean, obviously... You know, you got jealous. I mean, I can go. I can go through the list of songs. I, he has multiple levels. What's that? What? Oh, really? I didn't get it. I missed it. Really? Uh oh. Now I'm gonna have to oh, point out Lord. that Nick Jonas has a song called Levels. Oh, now okay. Oh, now I get what see you're about. what I just did there. Completely over my head. <laughs> Normally, I do that to you. I ripped that joke off from somebody else, though. So you know, if in cu- all fairness, if Curious Jen is listening, I just totally stole your joke. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Curious Jen, she is a friend of ours on Instagram. Ooh, and the whiskey. Yes, she is a whiskey right. and bourbon expert. We got to so, get her on the show. I. We're we're trying. Okay, we're, we're gonna we gotta try, work that out. We're gonna try and make that happen. She's she's one of our uh, sisters from the north. Well, you know, it's one of those the tundra. The tundra. <laughs> she <laughs> likes the flannel. So we're trying to trying to make that happen so that we can get her on the show to talk about whiskey and bourbon. So, and which I would be all in for. Nick, Sometimes on the other hand, is not a whiskey bourbon drinker. Oh, you're not much of one though. I like whiskey. Are you a fine connoisseur of the whiskey? Oh heavens, no. <laughs> I was going to say. But I do, I do, I don't like beer. 
And, you know, for me to sit and drink a beer is really a challenge because I simply don't like it. You know, I grew up Baptist. I didn't, I didn't have my first drink of alcohol until I was 28 years old, if you can believe that. I haven't stopped since, but I didn't have my first drink of alcohol. <laughs> I don't like beer. And, you know, for whatever reason, I just, I don't, under, I don't get the taste of it. I, I'll drink it occasionally, but I do like, you know, some hard liquor from time to time. Well, there you go. I do like I do like my whiskeys. So there's a tease, folks. We're trying to get that for a show. So I think we're going to work that out. We're going to work that out. So moving on. Moving. What are we going to on. next week? You know what I'd like to do? Oh, what would you like to do? <sighs> we're going to go in a totally different direction. Oh, you're going crazy, aren't you? We're going to go nuts. Oh God. We're going to go bananas here, folks, folks. Are you sitting down? I am. How about we do the acid Cuba Arte? Damn straight, the I'm one all that, in. The one that comes in the little um, uh, water tower tins. Are you buying me a water tower tin? God, no. I'll buy you a cigar <laughs> out of the water tower tin. I am not spending $300 on a tchotchke, thank you very much. Those are cool. They are cool. Those but are way cool. Because here's the thing. While we're on the subject of, of divisions within the cigar industry and, and the cigar fandom, acid tends to get beat up a lot by you know more more traditional cigar lovers and i don't know if it's just the fact that they're just infused and they're just flavor bombs or what but every once in a while and i don't smoke them very often but every once in a while they're kind of fun to sit and smoke you oh, know absolutely they they have uh, intense flavors and everything else and every once in a while they can be a really good shock to the system and just something fun to do so that cigar has been very prevalent all over the place. Um, it's part of Acid's 20th anniversary. I mean, there is also the Acid 20th anniversary cigar. Ironically enough, they put out two cigars to celebrate their anniversary. But um, one, Why is, not? one is specifically for that. The other one is, you know, just kind of a, a newer, fun project. But Well, and uh, my, my ex, Kristen, who I'm still very good friends with, actually really likes the Acid cigars. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll tell you, there's quite the, a few. Uh, the tea and honey, what is the name of that one? I don't know. Oh. It's infused with tea and honey. It's a great cigar. But um, I actually know quite a few people that when they're trying to introduce people into cigars, you know, they'll go that right. I don't know if that's a good route to go right off the bat because I think, it, I think for a new smoker, it does give the impression that other cigars when when you sit around and you're hearing somebody say oh it tastes like coffee or something like that they're going to really be expecting that intense coffee flavor that perhaps an acid delivers with other flavors so i don't know if i would necessarily say to to start somebody with an acid but i do think your starter cigar is always the tobacco special which is a flavored i mean there is some flavoring too that is sweet tipped i believe or some i mean it's it's definitely got some flavoring to it, but yeah, I think we ought to do that. I think we ought to. I'm all in. Go for, do a little, do a little something different, and and break everybody out of the mold. And we'll do an acid next week. And we got to give a shout out to Corey because we're going to be going out to which the cigar festival? Weston Tobacco Festival. And is, is that in Weston, Missouri? In Weston, Missouri, and it's actually at a store called Weston Tobacco. It's what about a half of half an hour north of half Kansas an hour City? north of Kansas City. We're so. going to be out there, and we will be uh, setting up live at the event and doing a podcast from there on the 28th yep. of uh, September. Indeed. 
So I'm looking forward to that. There'll it's be, be some fun. good guests. Last I talked to Corey, I talked to Corey earlier this week, and he did indicate the tickets were pretty well close to sold out. Yep. So um, I'd say if you're anywhere near Kansas City and you haven't bought one and you're even remotely thinking about it, you probably ought to get on it pretty quickly. Um, but it's highly probable that by the time you're listening to this, it may very well be sold out. Yep. But if you got a ticket and you can get into the event, you'll get to come meet us. Exactly. We'll be there in the afternoon, uh, probably up through 8 o'clock when uh, the event closes. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. It'll be fun. It will be. It'll be fun. Corey's a good guy, and uh, he's, uh, from by, by all accounts, from all the descriptions he's given me of this event, this is going to be one hell of a party. So I'm looking forward to it. Same here. So, Well, there you go. It's been, hey, it's been another valiant effort. It's been another thing. We're we're actually preaching this week. We did a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. We got a little bit heavy this week. Well, nothing wrong with that. Nah, you know, every once in a while you got to talk about a serious subject. Exactly. At least I didn't ask you where babies come from, Jeff. <sighs> Nick, it's the store. <laughs> <laughs> They're under the cabbage leaf. Oh, you know the drill. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> well, folks, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. Gator. Everybody, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so and leave us a review, preferably five stars, and tell your (laughs) friends about us and help spread the word. So with that, have a good week and stay smoky, everyone.